Welcome back. You're listening to the Kroger Center for the Arts Arts Roundup podcast. Welcome to the Coger Center Arts Roundup podcast. Our special guest today is Daniel Hampel from the Roberts Group. You may better know them as Broadway in Columbia. They're the longtime Broadway producers of Broadway in Columbia series that we host at the Coger Center for the Arts. Thank you for joining us, Daniel. Yeah, thank you for having me. This is very cool. I just found out about this podcast recently. So uh, tell us a little bit about... Uh, how you got into being a producer of Broadway and who the Roberts Group is, because I think a lot of people don't know the name the Roberts Group, at least here in Columbia. Sure, and I should correct you, I'm technically not a producer. I would love to be a producer one day. Uh, We are a promoter or a presenter, which really means the same thing. We present touring shows, we promote shows. Uh, We are not a promoter like a Vegas club promoter, which sometimes people think when you say promoter. But the producer and the presenter for what we do are very different people. Um, The producer is the person who got the show from the script to the stage in New York? Yes. I I like to to explain to people like this. There are four different entities involved in a Broadway show coming to the stage in front of the audience. Uh, There's the presenter who puts it out on the road, pays for all the actors, uh, pays for the uh, travel, the scenery. They decide they're going to mount the show and put it out. The second entity uh, is a booking agent. They hire a booking agent who takes about a 10% cut, and they say, route my show for the next six months. We'll start here on this end of the country. We'll start. We want to end here on the other end of the country. I need to make about this much money per week as our weekly nut of uh, how much they need guaranteed to them for seven or eight shows per week and go to work. And then the agent needs the promoter, which is us, who has the relationship between the producer through the agent and the venue, you. So I put dates on hold with you, the Coger Center, and I negotiate dates to look into with certain shows through the booking agent for the producer. And the promoter is taking risk. Um, We are contracting with you. We're guaranteeing you rent, and we're going to pay all your staff. We're guaranteeing the show that we're going to pay them when they come. Uh, And if it doesn't work out, we're the ones that – don't get paid. Everybody else is getting paid. So that's where the risk comes into play or reward and hopefully always reward uh, with us as a promoter. So uh, those are the four. It's producer, agent, promoter, and venue. Um, We promote shows in all types of venues, theaters, arenas, occasionally a casino. Every deal is different, but uh, we don't really advertise our name. Uh, For the purposes of Columbia, the Roberts Group is Broadway in Columbia. Um, and it, nobody needs to really know who we are. Uh, we are Broadway and Columbia, not the Roberts Group. That's kind of how we view it. So that's our brand for this market, Broadway and Columbia, presented by Bank of America. Um, and, and you have a different brand in different markets. So. Correct, yes. Uh, you, uh, some of our other markets are Daytona Beach, Florida, um, Newport News, Virginia, Wheeling, West Virginia, Bangor, Maine, uh, Jackson, Mississippi, and Casper, Wyoming, Great Falls, Montana. Those were all former markets we've worked in. Those are where we present touring Broadway shows as a season package, like here in Columbia. Um, just as an aside, the Roberts Group does a lot of other shows, The Price is Right Live, which we have are actually doing at the Township. Uh, we had it at the Township in 2017. It's returning. Um, uh, we do Johnny Mathis, who, who we had here at the Coger Center. Other shows in other larger markets, Cincinnati, Indianapolis, New Orleans. Uh, but for the purposes of our Broadway series, part of our business, it's Columbia, South Carolina is our largest market. 
and most successful. So how did you, the, you're based in Indianapolis. You have, you didn't mention Indianapolis as any of your season promoting uh, markets. Uh, how do you get a new market and how did you get here to Columbia to be promoting shows in Columbia? Well, it's a very competitive um, uh, situation on how you get a Broadway series. Uh, there's a, a handful, I would say five to 10 max, uh, businesses like us that do this Broadway series around the, the present Broadway series around the country, the largest being Broadway across America, which is live nation. Um, I believe they have Charlotte that would be the, maybe not Charlotte. They, uh, Fort Lauderdale, uh, Minneapolis, Indianapolis, Cincinnati, uh, they own the majority of the large markets and they own the territory if for lack of a better word. It's their market it's their right to present in that market, um, whether by contract or not. Um, and so uh, it's very competitive. Anytime a market comes open, sometimes it'll be bid out to for an RFP for other promoters to come in. Or if a, a new theater is being built in a market where a theater about the size of the Cougar Center, 2,200 seats, does not exist, then it becomes an all-out bidding war to get that. Uh, the Roberts Group has pres been presenting – the Broadway series here in Columbia since about 2003, 2004, when the uh, previous promoter went under, for lack of a better term. And uh, uh, they don't, um, uh, the university was looking for someone else to come in. Uh, I was not with the Roberts Group then. I started in 2007, but the Roberts Group came in. Um, I don't know how it all happened, but uh, I, I don't want to say lucked into it because it took a lot of hard work to win the trust of the university and, uh, the Cougar Center uh, director at the time and everything, but that's that's how it happened. It just kind of became. It never happens that way. It, the, the jewel of a market like Columbia does not just become available like that, and uh, that's why it's our 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 jewel of our market of our markets right now. Um, but you know, there's other things. You know, a, a new theater can be built. Uh, sometimes uh, companies move on um, and and take and and. and decide they're not going to present in that market and it opens the door for another promoter to come in. Uh, but you know, this is a university building in Daytona beach. We deal with the city of Daytona beach um, and Newport news, Virginia. It's Ferguson uh, center is the uh, universe, Christopher Newport university's theater. So it's all, it's different in each market, but that's kind of how um, everybody has kind of rights to their markets. And there's not really any open markets just sitting out there cause they don't, they don't stay for very long. What makes Columbia the jewel of your little empire, uh, presenting empire, uh, promoting empire? Well, as I said, it's the largest market that we present seasons in. So the city, the size of the city, the size of the sort of metropolitan area is the largest of the places that you're promoting? Yes and no. Uh, uh, Newport News, Virginia is part of uh, uh, – a 1.2 million person DMA, right? With Norfolk and uh, Virginia beach, but and that's bigger than here. That's bigger than here. But the dynamic is there's also a Broadway series at Norfolk, uh, at the Chrysler hall in Norfolk, which is 25 minutes away. There's another theater in Virginia beach called the Sandler center. So there's three different theaters all competing for the same type of shows. And two of them have a Broadway series. So, um, that makes competition. It would be like if there was a Broadway series here and then another one in, um, Florence or, you know, what's 25 minutes away, you know, Newberry, Newberry. I was going to say that, but, uh, you know, all competing for the national touring shows like we bring to, to bring into it, it would make it difficult. What's great about Columbia is it's separate from, there are a few larger 
similar size markets in Greenville and Charleston and Charlotte that have their own Broadway series, but they're all spread out nicely enough um, to where it's far enough away that we're not stealing right. audience from each other. Shows so can play those markets at the, in, within the same year and even the same couple month period. Uh, but our other Broadway series are one night, whereas opposed to Columbia is a two night season market, probably going to expand soon, we hope. Uh, but minimum t shows come for two nights. We have had plenty of full week runs of eight performances, uh, three week or th uh, three night runs of shows. And of course, Wicked coming up is three weeks, 24 performances. So in terms of the, the length that a show can play, it's, it's the largest market that we present in and it's growing exponentially almost faster than we can keep up with, which is fantastic for Columbia. So for folks who don't understand the complexities of uh, presenting a show uh, on the road in a place like Columbia, uh, can we talk a little bit about what's the life cycle of the Broadway musical? Um, something is getting ready to open in New York. It's getting press. Um, it gets great press. People from Columbia are in New York, realize that they would love to see it, can't get a ticket, think, oh, I'll see it when it comes to the Coker Center. Why can't we just get that show right away? That's the question I get the most in this business. And honestly, I, I will talk on as much as I know, but if I was a producer, I'd know a lot more. Um, as presenter, uh, I'm not, you know, making the decisions on Broadway. Uh, we just kind of observe and make the decision. We go see shows there and everything like that to try and decide. And, and we work with booking agents out of New York and in about 18 months in advance of our seasons, we find out what's going to be new out there on the road. Uh, you know, a show goes out on Broadway and it plays either a year or uh, a couple years, even as short as a year or forever, like a cats and a wicked and lion King, uh, because of the popularity. And I'm sure Hamilton will run forever and ever. Um, then those shows go out on the road, uh, and tour. And generally they start with a sit down, in markets like Chicago and San Francisco, uh, where they play for, I think Hamilton's about to end its sit down in Chicago after 18 months. No, no, more like two and a half years, uh, uh, on January 6th. And so as those shows are sitting down, they will then send out one or maybe more than one tour. Hamilton has multiple tours out right now. So, uh, wicked maybe down to one tour now. Um, and then we're, you know, obviously not the major markets that are getting those shows right away. So there's another level of producers out there that specialize in producing the one and two night shows. The same shows that play full week in Charlotte or two weeks in Charlotte and a full week in Greenville play two nights here in Columbia and then go play one night in Augusta or um, Athens or something or like Daytona that. Or Daytona Beach. Or Daytona Beach where we do it. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, many times where we're trying to convince them to make the jump to do Daytona beach on a Tuesday and then go play Columbia on Wednesday, Thursday, and it can be done, but that's part of the puzzle. But I work with on the agents and the venues on dates is these tours can only drive so many miles overnight. Um, so, uh, I don't know if this is answering the question, so to speak, but, uh, it's, uh, there's, there's different levels of tours and then there's different parts of the life cycle that a tour is in. So for example, um, book of Mormon we had for a year or for a week about two years ago. Um, it's still only playing full weeks, but at some point that show is going to go down and start playing less than full weeks, three, two or one nights. And then we'll try to bring it to our other markets, but we've never had book of Mormon, um, in any of our markets. 
beautiful we had last year for a full week and it was only playing full week minimum now it's playing one night and we have it this year in daytona beach florida we have it in newport news virginia we had it in wheeling so um that's you know beautiful in jersey boys is that show that's an equity tour that's finally gone down to playing one night and it's the most popular show in that size market that we can fit into those theaters and what i'm hearing is that the, there's a life cycle of popularity of people wanting to see the show. So it starts in major markets and then it moves slowly down the food chain, so to speak, to smaller markets because um, you're not making money as a producer of the show when it's driving between cities. You're making money on the show when it's performing. Correct. So you lose you have increased expenses and you lose performance time when you're picking up and leaving a theater. So they want to put the show down for as long as possible in a place. Mm -hmm. And that means that if you're going to do three weeks or six weeks somewhere, it has to be a major market. Um, and Columbia is not quite that major market yet. So how is it that we ended up with three weeks of Wicked um, never having done more than one week before? I know that that was a subject of decision-making and angst and, a lot of discussion to, yes. to decide, uh, you know, wh why did we not do one week of Wicked or two weeks of Wicked? Why did we have to make the jump from, you know, oh, say a week of Book of Mormon to three weeks of Wicked? Well, <laughs> Wicked has been a project that has been in the works for at least 10 years. And by that, I mean, 10 years ago, we started talking to the agent saying, look at the grosses we're doing, gross sales on two night shows. Um, this this market is growing. We think you know uh, you're. We think Columbia is ready for Wicked, and we think Wicked should be ready for Columbia. But as you know, Nate, it took some uh, renovations to the building uh, that held things up, and that process, while it took about three years, felt like to me, and I'm sure to you, that it flew by. And here we are already. Uh, but there was a you know there were some modifications that the building when it was built 30 years ago these kind of touring shows were not out and we had to make some modifications up to what's called the grid above the stage that could hold as many line sets as wicked needs and uh and the uh, weight and the weight number of motors that we yes have to hang. and all of that is uh, a bit more over my head so to speak no pun intended uh than i it's not you know it's one area of the business but i leave that up to the technical experts like you uh to, but the show will come in and say this venue is not um, uh, doesn't meet our technical specifications, uh, call us back when uh, those are made. And that kind of happened, and we, we got there. Um, as for the three weeks, you know, Wicked only plays two weeks minimum, so we knew it was going to be at least two weeks. Lion King is two weeks minimum. Hamilton is, I believe, three weeks minimum right now. And uh, for one, it those shows take two to three days to load in and load out. You're not going to go load in two to three days to play just six days and then load and waste three days loading out, that doesn't make sense. They have to, when they go down to that level, as you were kind of referring to at the end of the last question, they go from equity to non-equity and the show size, you know, comes down. But the, Wicked felt like Columbia was a three-week market and uh, we agreed ultimately. And we are, uh, uh, to, no, to not our surprise, and I'm, I don't know how other people feel, but Wicked is performing, we've already sold enough performances a month out from wicked to uh, be uh, beyond two weeks sold. So it's going to be. So, uh, so far three weeks was the right decision because is. if we were only doing two weeks, we would have sold out two Correct. weeks. Yeah. And, uh, 
and the previous uh, record for tickets sold was around 14,000, and we're at over 33,000 sold. So uh, it's truly a credit to Columbia and how fast the arts are growing and the, and, and the series is growing in this, in this, uh, in this market. I'm going to ask you a question that's impossible to answer. I feel like this is the question that we all ask ourselves over and over. But is this uh, does this have to do with the market? Does this have to do with uh, because it's such a long run, we have more advertising dollars? Does this have to do with the fact that people really want to see Wicked? I think it's all of the above. I think it's uh, people have been starving for this kind of a show, which I'm sure everyone knows it's played in markets in the surrounding hour and a half to two hours away, Charlotte, uh, Greenville, et cetera. But um, – but I think people have been starving to show that they, they we deserve here in Columbia uh, those that level of shows, and we're spending four times the budget of we've ever spent on any other show as well. Uh, but I think there's a buzz out there that's really helped multiply uh, and lead to more and more ticket sales. Uh, uh, we have a fantastic group sales department uh, headed by Sims Oliphant that is pretty new to the Broadway series, which is really kicking butt. Um, and I think. You know the economy is doing very well here, and there's that's a very contrib, very much a contributing factor, and it's all kind of the right environment for this to um, to be a success. Not to mention it helps being right after Christmas. You know, people are buying for Christmas gifts right now, so I don't know that anybody knows the exact answer, but I think it's probably all of those things. Do you think that now the show hasn't happened yet, um, but we're perceiving that already it's being what I would consider to be a success uh, thus far. Do you think the success of this show will open the doors and, and open the eyes of, of agents that this is a market that they can play with other similar shows? Definitely, definitely. Uh, it, New York and, and Broadway are a big place, but the, the Broadway world is a small place, and they all know each other, all the producers and uh, all the booking agents, and they follow what's going on with other shows and other markets and they talk I'm sure they actually see each other regularly. And so I know that the producers of Lion King and Hamilton and Phantom of the Opera and all those shows are watching what Wicked is doing here in Columbia. And, uh, you know, I can't let anything out of the bag yet, but, uh, we are hoping that, uh, this will lead to, uh, many, if not all of those shows, uh, coming in the, in the very foreseeable future. Um, let me just talk to you a little bit about how you book, uh, shows, not just in Columbia, but in all of your markets. Uh, I imagine that part of the, um, process of, of promoting shows is that you try to line up places, like you mentioned earlier, um, Daytona beach for a night and then two nights in Columbia or, or vice versa. Um, do you book shows across multiple venues all at once together so do you sort of package it together do you think about shows doing certain shows doing well in columbia and different shows doing say better in wheeling west virginia uh, how do you come to a conclusion of what you're going to put on a season since mm -hmm. we're getting right down to the wire of you know we're going to announce at wicked mm -hmm. what next season's going to be um so you've been through this process recently uh, what's the decision making behind that yeah so it's um well, there's two two sides to that. There's the one side, which is the logistical booking uh, decisions that go into it, and uh, it's like a big puzzle piece. You know, we we identify the shows we want, probably starting with the feature show, the biggest show, uh, and then what other shows we want to put on the package. And I'll talk about how we put a package together here in a minute. But then you got to have 
you got to hope that the tour or find out when the tour is going to be in the mid-Atlantic on the East Coast near South Carolina. Um, you got to get dates from the tour uh, producer and agent when they are, will, can make it to Columbia. Then you got to take them back to the theater, as you know. I, I got to reach out to you and find out are these dates available. I got to do that for five to six shows. Hope they're spread out evenly across a six-month period, ideally from November through April or May. And then hope that they can lock in the rest of their week around within 600 miles of, you know, Columbia, and that you can get me those dates and it all falls together. It takes a year to do that for each season. Um, And in some decisions, or in some cases, that part of the decision-making may dictate one show over the other. Well, that show is going to be out west when we really have our open spot, so we have to look for another show. But ideally, you're trying to find the perfect mix of um, that hits – spectacular like wicked is a a broadway spectacular multi-week show uh a couple of classics uh you know whether it be revivals uh like an american in paris or uh um hello dolly or fiddler on the roof or shows like that and and then the the exact uh um um, mix of adding new shows Uh, people want to see shows that they've been hearing about on broadway whether um, that be like our recent, you know, Kinky Boots, uh, Jersey Boys, which we had for a full week, but you know, still is is a, is a hot title. Beautiful, the Carol King musical. Uh, and there's new shows out there like Waitress and Come From Away and Dear Evan Hansen. Uh, you know, so we're looking at all those kinds of titles to try to pair. And then you want a little bit of a family um, um, aspect. You want a holiday show. Uh, you want something that maybe like Cinderella that the Broadway season ticket holders can also bring their kids or grandkids to. Um, and ideally you round into five or six shows where there's a little something for everyone. Uh, you know, you can't make everyone happy, all 3000 season ticket holders all at once, but that's the goal is to try to find a way to put the perfect variety together to a package that is, uh, appealing to, to everyone. And then you're beholden to what's on Broadway and what's actually touring. So do you sometimes find yourself looking at, uh, new titles on Broadway and sort of holding your breath saying, I wonder when they're going to announce that they're on the road. Oh, uh, sure. I mean, you know, not, I mean, we, we, we ask questions of these agents. When is this going out? When is this going to drop down to less than two or three weeks? Because, you know, that's the other thing. I, here's an example. I remember a show like Newsies that was looking at us to bring it in for a full week to Columbia. Um, but would we have been able to sell 16,000 tickets for Newsies in Columbia? I don't know. You know, there are some options for full week shows that I don't know if that would sell that many tickets for really any market. I'm not singling out Columbia, you know, so um, but you're you also want, you know, um, there's a show Mean Girls that's touring for a full week that, um, you know, I think would do very well for three to five performances. Um, So you're asking questions uh, of the agents. Uh, This is the time of year. There's a big. There's a big uh, uh, conference in early January where all the uh, agents in New York invite all the promoters to come in and see a few shows, sit down and talk it out. And that's how we really get into the heat of booking the following year for like next fall and spring of, of 20 and 21. So that's Twi- all. Tw- 21, 22. Yes. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. Well, no, no, no. We're finalizing booking 2021. Columbia, we're just a little bit ahead of the curve. Okay. So normally in this coming January, you'd be trying to finalize the 2021. Correct. But we're already there because right. uh, we wanted to make sure that we had 
the dates, the shows lined up so that we could tell all of the folks coming to see Wicked. Correct. What the next season was. That's right. Yeah. yeah it, so for Columbia, will you or is it too early to ask them about 21-22 at uh, the conference this year? Oh, no. Oh, no. We've got our targets for 21-22 already. We will begin talking about that. We're not, you know, locking everything in yet. Um, but the, the bigger markets are, they book two years out because, uh, you know, we want to bring Hamilton to Columbia. That show as is routed now through, I believe the 22, 23 season, um, uh, Lion King is booking three years out, you know? So, uh, and that's because they're booking three to four weeks at a time. Uh, it and that takes eats a, the dates up quickly. Yeah, it, it's a fewer markets. It's the one thing you don't think of. They may only play 10, 15, 12 markets within a calendar year or a touring year, but they never stop touring, really. Um, these these people, you know, Hamilton is playing in Indianapolis, where I live right now, December 10th through the 29th, and I believe it's playing Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. I could be wrong on that, but uh, Tuesday through Sunday, rain, you know, rain or shine, holiday or not, they're playing their eight performances in a week, so... Uh, the big shows, as you said, are out uh, all year round. Uh, the smaller market shows, the ones that are doing one, two, three nighters, um, do they do a regular season that sort of lines up with you know, the season that you mentioned, that sort of November to May? Uh, do they take summers off? Will we ever see uh, sort of expanded, are you ever going to expand out of that? sweet zone i mean this year we've got cats in june mm -hmm. which is a little bit outside the normal yeah um, it, it's my belief that you know it's people don't always want to go inside especially in the north and the upper midwest and northeast they don't want to go inside as much in that summertime period june july august so we tr tend to avoid booking certain parts of the country then and the tours tend to avoid you know touring during that time period. Like I said, the major shows, uh, the Wicked's, Hamilton's, uh, Eat Cats right now, they'll tour year-round. Um, June for for Cats, that was mostly because that was the time of the year they were in our part of the country for Columbia. I also think it's it's uh, such a powerhouse title that um, people will want to see Cats no matter when that is. And I also think, you know, you and I have discussed that it's a great – litmus test for us to see how successful a Broadway show can be in the summer here in Columbia in particular. Uh, but you know, that's generally the time of the year is you know, my recipe is to try to find a holiday show or two in November and December and have all of our Broadway titles on the package be between January and May. I just think it fits well. It allows you to go on sale with subscriptions right at the end of the summer um, and sell through uh, the holidays, sell all all your put your, all your tickets on sale for the holidays. Um, it's that time of year that I think people aren't taking vacations and looking to do other things. They're looking for live arts indoors, and uh, it just tends to work. But I, you know, any other show in a major market's going to be fine any time of the year. At the same time, if that if that answers the question, it does. I often wonder, uh, as you said, in certain parts of the country, uh, the summer is the time of year where people flock to the outdoors. Right. Uh, I feel like in Columbia, sometimes the summer is when we all flock to the indoors. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious to see if people take advantage of the air conditioning and come inside to see cats in June, because yep. uh, June is already the heat of summer down here. Yep. Um, so we, we've sort of talked about the life cycle of, of Broadway, how, how you all ended up here, where, where all you 
you are. Is there anything else you think listeners would want to know about the Roberts Group, about Broadway and Columbia? I, I don't know if there's any secrets you want to spill about what, what to expect coming up. Are there um, big shows that are out there that are like in New York that you're excited about that, you know, uh, I, I think the average Columbia Broadway fan is looking at what they see in Greenville or in uh, Atlanta or in Charlotte, and um, but we're not studying necessarily what's opening every month and what's about to go on tour. So do you have your eye on some stuff that might, you know, four, five, six years down the road, that, you know, big, that we're going to be talking about the same way we're talking about Hamilton? You know, I don't know. Hadestown is the big one that won the award uh, the awards at the, t at the Tonys. I have not seen that yet. Um, you know, I don't think there is anything that's going to be the next Hamilton. I personally think it's quite a phenomenon. I just saw it for my second, second time in Indianapolis, by the way. Uh, and you know, I think it's, it's right there with wicked, uh, for, you know, Lion King is what it is. It's from a movie and wicked and Hamilton are based on books and they're kind of stories that nobody knew about or came out of nowhere. I don't know if I can answer that. I'm sure there are some shows that are going to be there. I don't have that answer right now, though. But, you know, we're, we're if I was in, you know, Chicago, San Francisco, I would be targeting those five years out. Right now, we're just trying to get the shows that are current hits. Um, like, I, like I mentioned, Mean Girls and uh, Hadestown and uh, Dear Evan Hansen, get those shows to Columbia. We think Columbia um, – can compete with Greenville and Charleston and Charlotte as uh, premier arts markets uh, in, in the in the South Carolina um, part of the country and this, and this part of the country and the I mean we we were at 3,300 season ticket holders this year now we were at 2,500 last year just two years ago we were at 2,000 so the the growth that we've seen um, from this market and it's really a tribute to the market and to the, the audience and the patrons for coming out to see the Broadway, uh, it's, it's, it's just crazy. It's honestly blown us away. And um, I think you combine that with three weeks of Wicked, 24 performances that are going to dominate uh, that late January, early February, and what we're about to announce, and I think it's just going to continue to take off. Well, we're very excited that you all are bringing such wonderful titles, taking the risk to bring such wonderful titles to Columbia. I know that when people ask me what's going on at the Koger Center, nine out of ten times what they mean is tell me about the Broadway season, um, for better or for worse. But these are m big, exciting titles. Uh, you know, even the smallest touring Broadway show is bigger and more exciting in terms of production values than anything that we put on ourselves in Columbia, South Carolina. Um, so we're excited that you all found us and are still with us and we're looking forward to many more years of uh, shows to come including whatever year that is that you bring us Hamilton <laughs> yeah no I it's a total team effort it's uh I mean we the Roberts group might might not live here in Columbia we consider it our second home as I mentioned it is our number one market so uh, we follow all the sports we follow everything going on here very closely but it's a team effort we work with you and your box office the marketing team here the technical team it takes a lot to bring a show like wicked and hopefully a show like Hamilton, uh, very soon. So, um, we appreciate you guys. We're very excited to, uh, to, to live in, and, and, and bring shows to this market. And I think it's only up from here.
So we're very much looking forward to Wicked. Wicked opens January 22nd and runs 24 performances closing on February 9th. Uh, we've got some completely sold out shows already. Mm -hmm. uh, the front end of the run is sold better than the back end of the run. So if you're looking for tickets and you go to the website and you see some sold out shows or shows in which there's very few tickets left, don't despair. Just keep looking through the dates and there are some shows that still have excellent seats available. Uh, we're excited that Wicked's going to be here. Um, I've seen it before. How many times have you seen it? Three times. Three times. I've only seen it once. My wife has seen it twice. So uh, come early, and then if you like it, which I think you will, you can come back a second time. Yeah, and we will be announcing next season at Wicked uh, with a, uh, what we think is a pretty cool surprise for everyone. So uh, that's another reason to come to Wicked is find out what's going to be coming in 21, 20, or 2021. Well, thank you so much for your time. Uh, this has been the Coger Center Arts Roundup uh, podcast with Daniel Hample from the Roberts Group talking about Broadway in Columbia. Thank you for having me. The Coger Center Arts Roundup is produced in part by Garnet Media Group, the student media partnership at the University of South Carolina. Information about tickets and upcoming events can be found at CogerCenterForTheArts.com, the official website for Coger Center tickets. For more information about Garnet Media Group, visit garnetmedia.org.